Hey guys, welcome to Remarried Love, the best new relationship podcast for everyday men and women who desire to be married again. We're your hosts, Dee and Aki, and we're going to have candid conversations about the journey to a healthy remarriage. We're so glad you're here. In this episode, we answer the question, why get married? (laughs) Let alone get married again. We're going to share our story and what you can expect from remarried love. Well, also, you know, clear up any confusion as to who this podcast is for, and we'll leave little nuggets of wisdom along the way. So let's take a deep breath. Now let's get into it. So babe, you know, why did we even start this podcast? Well, we started this podcast because we want to be the friends that we wish that we had when we went through our journey for our divorces, our re-singleness, and our remarriage. And so we just want to be a support for other people who are going through this, this same situation. Right. I mean, it's a going through that process is very um, emotional. And you're right. You know, we wanted to be a friend, a support a reference point, someone to just say, hey, you're not alone. We felt like we could talk about remarriage because we've been through it. And that's basically why we started this podcast to help people. And what did you say? You said something about being the... We want to be the friend that we wish that we had. Right, right. During that time, because it was so emotional and it was life-changing going through a divorce... Well, being married, Mm -hmm. there's so much emotions. And then getting a divorce is... There's even more emotions. (laughs) Very painful. And kind of being out there re-singled again. And I'll just, I'll just tell my, I guess, tell my story first. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, I was a person whose parents got divorced. So I understood. I knew about that. I felt like I was already part of a stat that I didn't want to be in about children of divorced parents. And my, I guess my thought process as a young woman was, well, if I don't get married, I can't ever get a divorce. (laughs) That's interesting. That's yeah. If I can't, if I don't get married, then I won't be divorced. That was the only way I knew how to avoid divorce. But in order to do that, you had to check up. Yeah. So you didn't look at the fact that if I get married, there's things that I have to do to not be divorced as a married person. But you said, I'd rather not be married so I don't go through a divorce. There is one way I can guarantee it. Yeah. I took it all into my own hands by just saying, hey, I'm going to live with a person. And I don't know because I always wanted to be married, but I'd, I don't think I fully healed from my parents' divorce. So, yeah, I just don't want to experience that again. I don't want to experience divorce at all. So you felt like you went through a divorce by going through your parents' divorce. Yes. Yeah. As a kid, in a kid, in a kid way. Yeah. My heart was broken at seven years old. Mm. You know, when you first feel love in your heart and then it's like, it's just torn apart. That's how it feels. Because you saw two people who loved you but they didn't love each other Anymore. enough yeah enough to stay with each other right yeah. and it might have been like too amicable their divorce 
in the sense of there was arguing, but then the co-parenting, everything was so great. I'm thinking, why did you guys get a divorce? <laughs> so you, they co-parented so well that it's like, you know, oh, we're the best friends. We're yeah, easy. Well, they weren't best friends. Yeah. They were more like, uh, yep, you go with your mom. You're with your dad. And they that was it. Yeah. No, no arguing about anything about me. And they were like better children raisers than married people. Yeah. Maybe so. So that's kind of the background of me going into my first marriage. Now I am living with the person and I don't know what it was. Something just kind of hit us and it's like, you know, we might as well get married. We got some things that we want to do. And so we got married. So was that more like a business marriage? You know, some marriages can yeah. be like that. They could be love yeah. or it could be like, we're just doing things together. It's hard to say how much love you feel when you go through a divorce. I believe that at the time I did love the person I was going to marry because I thought that you, you know, you definitely want to love. But in that particular relationship, I did think it was very partnership-ish. Yeah. I don't know. You know, like we could work together. We could do these things together. But as far as like family legacy, it was light on that more of ambition driven, you know, let's make this money we're going to do this. That's kind of what it was. Mm -hmm. And my first marriage lasted almost a decade. And there were a lot of things that happened within the marriage. And then it ended abruptly. Mm. And for me, it was like my whole world was shattered. When you have things like betrayal or deception, and you have a lot of elements that go on sometimes in the reason why you get a divorce, it seemed like it like reopened a wound. Yeah. So now I was a child that went through a divorce and now I'm an adult that went through a divorce. And, and, and that just was like, it was like my worst nightmare. And funny because I started having nightmares. We'll talk about that later, but you know, I started having nightmares as a result of the divorce and it took, you know, it took a lot of self um, evaluation to know what type of healing I needed. Mm -hmm. And so now after, I mean, after I'm divorced, now I'm re-singled. So after being, you know, monogamous, being in one, you know, relationship for almost a decade, I'm out here in these streets just looking crazy. <laughs> Why do you say you're looking crazy? Because I don't even know. I didn't, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know. I didn't have any dating apps. I didn't, I didn't know anything. I was very, I, I don't know. It, it was not fun. Yeah. I did not enjoy being single. Some people do. Yeah. Some people really like that. For me, I did not like it. And I, I enjoy, you know, the company of men. I enjoy meeting people. I feel like I'm friendly. I want to go and do things. I'm very active, but it was something different. I really missed my covenant. I missed the protection of the covenant, whether the person honored it or not, or whatever, I still decided to be in a covenant and I could tell the difference when I wasn't. And so I was out here and I was, uh, doing, you know, just me, I was like, you know, I'm not going to focus on dating because some of my friends wanted to set me up with a lot of different people. I'm sure they did. Some of the old, old names in the. In the black, in the black book. book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some of the old names came up. 
And, uh, you know, I went on some dates and things like that. And it was. But it was different. It was different. So then I decided I was like, you know what? I'm just going to heal. I, I wrote a book about that healing process or what I needed to do. And then it took a long time to write it. Because when people heard about my divorce, they were like, Aki, you need to write a book about this is like a lifetime movie and it's this and that. And I talked to God about it and he was like, yeah, we don't want to, we don't want to rehash that. I want you to let people know or share with people how you got out of that situation, not out of the marriage, but out of the, the brokenness. Yeah. The hurt and the pain. Yes. And so I was focusing on that and then I went to church one day and we met. I'll just leave it there before we talk about how, you know, our relationship started, but you can talk about your remarried journey, <laughs> long marathon of a journey. journey. Yeah. <laughs> well, my journey started while I was in college mm-hmm. and I had a friend and he told me that he had a sister. So I he got the brother hookup. Yeah, I got the brother hookup. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, or the friend hookup, I guess you could say. So she actually came to the house one day and, mm-hmm. you know, I actually saw her when I was walking out the door. She was knock, about to knock on the door. Mm-hmm. And so that's how I actually met her. And it was something that I, I wanted to do. But I... When you say it was something, what do you mean? Meeting her and, and, mm-hmm. and getting into relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I saw her, I knew I was going to get into a relationship with her. But because mm-hmm. I was <laughs> I was confident. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with a confident man. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know all the aspects of being a, a great husband. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely not a father because I didn't have children at the time. Mm-hmm. But I learned some things going through the relationship. And I think that for so me... So when did you get married? We got married um, maybe a, a, a year after mm-hmm. we met. Mm-hmm. And it was a good marriage as far as like the ceremony. <laughs> the, ceremony. <laughs> the marriage ceremony the was marriage ceremony fantastic. Was, it was fantastic. It was beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a nice marriage ceremony. Yeah. And, and how long did that marriage last? Well, actually a little under two years. A little under two years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How did you feel? Actually, I felt two things. I felt hurt and I felt shame. Mm-hmm. Those two things. Yeah. And Hurt being, about? Hurt because I had a marriage and I was going through a divorce. Mm-hmm. And then shame from being in a divorce and then going forward to the rest of my life, you know, not knowing that I was going to be married again or what have you, but it was the shame of having been married and it didn't work out. And now there's people who know me and they knew I was married and I felt like I failed myself and I failed them. Yeah. You know, and And your family and everybody. Definitely, definitely my family. And it was a little heartbreaking. Yeah. Actually. Oh, I, you know, I know. And as uh, you know, a man, you're the leader of the house. So everything that happens in your house is usually, it falls on the leader. They'll put it on you anyway. Yeah. It was probably your fault that you got a divorce and Mm -hmm. no one even, no one even knows the situation. Oh, that was said to me by some people. Yeah. It's your your fault because you're Mm -hmm. the man. That's kind of heartbreaking to hear 
that men sometimes, or men most often, maybe I should say that, get blamed for it without any like explanation. Oh, you were married? You got divorced? Yeah, yeah. it was your, your fault. That's your fault. <laughs> exactly. And that's why I think there are statistics that say that divorced men have a high rate of... Because, I mean, this is serious. Yeah, it's, it's just a lot of pressure that's put on them. And I know that women have a lot of pressure as well. Yes. There's a lot of pressure to be a good wife and to be um, the, a great mother. There's a lot. And But to be a man. To be a man, there's a lot of pressure to run this household, to take care of other people. Their lives are in your hands. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know anything about being a leader, yeah. running a business, running your household, a household in, in a business are actually similar um, because you're the leader, everything that goes on, you should know about it. You should be aware. Mm -hmm. And I was not aware. I was not a good leader. Yeah. When I was younger. Yeah. I was not the type of person who I didn't look at all the details, and I didn't take into account. I think some other people's feelings. Mm -hmm. And I think that I should have done more of that. But that doesn't mean that it would have worked out with that particular person. It just means that I should have done those things. To it could be have, a good yeah, husband. it could have gone longer. I mean, yeah. who knows if both mm -hmm. of you had mentors or, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. you never know what would have happened. Yeah. So then what happened? Well, also, in my opinion, there were third party voices mm -hmm. that uh, spoke in the marriage. And one lesson I did learn was that having others in your marriage can affect your communication with your spouse. Yeah. Most because definitely. it should be the two of you communicating. Mm -hmm. And so I felt like I needed to communicate more with my spouse and vice versa. Right. So that we didn't have third parties in there unless it was a counselor. You know, that's right. a different third party. Invited. But, and they're they're invited and they're neutral and they are somebody right. who's trying to help our marriage or you know what have you yeah and so that was what happened with that marriage mm -hmm. and then it ended we got our divorce and i was you know a little sad about that yeah and while i was going back in the streets I'm back in them streets again how did you like that did you like being single after being married because i you know <laughs> we were talking about it we both like being single before we were married I mean, single life was nice. It was like single uh -huh. ladies, clap your hands. I mean, I, we were, I felt like I enjoyed my single life. Yeah, definitely. Before then, before marriage, yeah. yes. And yeah. then I was ready to get married. Mm -hmm. We're married. And now, whoa, wait a minute. Now I'm single again? <laughs> After so, I tasted the covenant honey? <laughs> so so you asked me, did, did I feel good about being uh, single after the divorce? Yes. The answer to me was no. You didn't like I, it? I didn't like it because I want to be a married man. Yeah. I didn't want to be a single man. I could be a single man and I could run well, those streets. All, yeah, we all can. Yeah. I, I mean, I could run those streets. There's, no, there's oh, nothing, okay. you know. Hey, you Street know, runner? Yeah. guy. I mean, there's a lot of guys who are like, yeah, I'd rather just do that. But the streets are, but, are different. Yeah. There's a different uh, vibe going out there now. Yeah. You, can run, you know. Oh, yeah. Now it's different. Okay. So you're you're married. You're in the streets. You don't no, I'm like single. It. I'm single. In a oh yeah, you're married. You're divorced. You're right. And then you're now you're re-singled. Re-singled. Which yeah. that's a whole nother thing. Mm -hmm. Being re-singled. 
And so, then and then what? Yeah, so living that re-single life was different because I met up with some guys and uh, we actually The bachelors? Yeah, the bachelor guys. But now were these guys married before? No. They were not married before. So you were you so in were, fact one of them was never married and one of them became married. He he got married. While you guys were hanging out. Yeah, he got so married. So you were kind of you were hanging out with single real single guys. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you didn't like it or you did? You didn't We had fun, but it wasn't it was it was okay. Okay. It was and, okay. And then And then after a while, like I said, one of them got married and then he started to go on his mm-hmm. way because his wife, you know, he had to take care of his business. Right. And then that's when I actually met. Actually, you know what? Now that I think about it, I skipped. Something. That was not that time. That was because that's the time when I met you. But before that, mm-hmm. when I met my previous wife, um, I was married in college and then I met another person. Wait a minute. Which is, you, mean you, you were married in college. And then I met the other person then you were divorced you divorced and then i met the other person i skipped a while how long were you single between marriage one and marriage two it was about two years okay and so in that single time how did you feel that's when i was i was not feeling good i was sad because of my first marriage now were you dating a lot no okay i chose not to date a lot but i did go out on dates Wait a minute. <laughs> Say that again. I didn't date a lot. What's a lot? <laughs> for guys, five. for guys, you have to just for guys. You got to wait a say, minute. Okay, no, it's, it's a lot. Know, are we talk about one, what? one or two a week. <laughs> yeah, a day. Did you have any serious relationships that you would consider serious between marriage one and marriage two? No, there were none. You were just dating. Yes. Okay. I was dating. You were d- dating uh, sad. Sadly, sad. Dating. <laughs> if that's what you want to call it, yeah. <laughs> you were, I had some sad dates. You were sad dating, okay? Yeah, I was heartbroken about my divorce. Okay, I wasn't sad in life. Okay, so I was heartbroken, but I was like, I'm just gonna deal with it and mm-hmm. keep keep it moving. Okay. Do you feel like you healed then? No, I wasn't okay. healed. You just kept it moving. I kept it moving. I didn't realize that there was a lot of things that I needed to deal with at that time. Mm-hmm. One of them was, like you, my parents' divorce and the lack of uh, my biological father being there with me. There's a lot of men who can relate to that, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. So if I would have had that, maybe mm-hmm. I wouldn't have made certain mistakes because yeah. I would have had guidance. I would have had mm-hmm. training. I would have had an example Mm-hmm. But I didn't have that. Mm-hmm. Not saying that you couldn't have it from mentors or, you know, other yeah. sources. It's harder, though, when you're mm-hmm. younger and you um, you kind of want to do your own thing. That's kind of how I felt. I think my parents were trying to tell me things and I just was like, yeah, I'm going to do I'm going to do me. Yeah. When you're you know, when you're kinda... in your 20s or 30s, you really do want to do you yeah. and you're growing up and you're becoming independent and you're having your own life and you're yeah. you're uh, making your own money and you're living your own life yeah. as far as like your own apartment or house. And so I was definitely doing those things. Right. So that kept my mind going from feeling too sad about the situation. That's what I meant by I just kept it moving because I was in that stage of okay. those that age group. So as I continued on, I eventually ran into my Mm -hmm. ex-wife before I met you. Mm -hmm. So because I wasn't healed 
from my previous relationship, I made these decisions that were life-changing for me. I got married and... You got remarried. Remarried. Because you really wanted to be a married man. I wanted to be a married man. Mm-hmm. And so I, I got married again. And I thought that I would be married for the rest of my life with that marriage. Mm-hmm. But I did not heal from the previous relationship. And I didn't, apparently I didn't work on myself where I would grow to a a great leadership standpoint. So how long did that marriage last? Close to seven years. Seven years. Yeah. Okay. And so when you got divorced, what, I mean, how did you feel about that? I felt like, I felt, that's when I felt shame. Because now I was divorced now twice. Shame. Now now you're in super shame. Yeah, yeah, I was in shame because. <laughs> Have you ever uh, been in shame? And you're really embarrassed. And now you've experienced super shame. It was super shame. Um, the, <gasps> oh but God. the funny thing about that was during that time of going through that divorce, yeah, I actually ran into a lady at a job mm-hmm. who she was divorced twice already. Right. Mm-hmm. And she told me I should not feel shame. She right. said, there's nothing to be ashamed about. And she encouraged me during that time Mm -hmm. and gave me some motivation to go on with life and say, you're going to have a great life. Yeah. You know, this is not the end of the world. This is not the end of your life. It's not going to hold you down or hold you back. And, and that was, you really needed to hear that because I guess in that divorce, you pretty much lost everything. I did lose everything. I, <laughs> you know, more so than when you were young and it was only, you know, less than two years, you're not really acquired, you know, mm-hmm. you don't have a lot of things. Yeah. Um, some people date longer than that, you know? Yeah. And you're so like, it seems like the whole time was like three years. Now you're kind of at that six, seven year point. You've established something. Mm-hmm. You have children now. Yeah. And. There's a lot more on the table. There's a lot more on the table, yeah. you know, especially for men during that time when you've been married for quite some time, yeah. you know, over five, six years, mm-hmm. then you, you have a lot invested into that. Uh, so there was child support. Mm-hmm. There's, um, for some people it's alimony. Mm-hmm. I had to look at myself and say, wow, you know, this happened again. What am I going to do? Mm-hmm. How am I going to change? And make better decisions, new right. decisions during this time. And we, we're going to, you know, dive deeper into that as in other episodes, as we talk about recovering from that. Mm-hmm. So this is the stage where you're hanging out with the single guys. <laughs> you're re re singled now. Yeah. You're dating. Yes. You're dating now. Yes. You're dating. Now. Yeah. And how was that? It was interesting. Yeah. You know, I'm, you know, there's some, some good people out there. Were you looking for a wife at the time? No, I don't think I was looking for a wife at that time. Yeah. No, I just wanted to date and go on with life. Like I said, I was trying to establish myself even more, had to recover from the divorce. Yeah. So move. So I really, yeah, I had to move. I started off with nothing. Mm -hmm. I had literally nothing after that divorce. Yeah. So 
as a lot of men do. Yeah. When that happens to them. Yeah. A lot of men are, are told to survive off of basically nothing after a certain divorce. Mm -hmm. And that does hurt them and pay child support and pay child support. You're trying to live on your own. Um, there's no way you really can date, date, because dating exactly. is expensive. Dating is expensive. You're right. So that was another, that's probably one of my main reasons for not dating. Getting serious. Life. Yeah. We definitely. can go on one date, the first exactly. <laughs> one or two dates. I mean, the funny thing is, if you attract people, <laughs> you attract them. And then you have to say, well, is my money going to be Is your good? money going <laughs> to Exactly. So, yeah, because women, women don't have that same issue when you're you're re-singled i guess not for me I for don't, mo- most of them don't you yeah know, i can't I say all of them but most of right them, yeah i i don't remember dating being a financial burden for me oh yeah it was a financial burden you know, for me yeah because guys you know and i was willing to pay for especially for first dates you know mm-hmm. or half or whatever let's just meet up here yeah. i was the queen of meeting up somewhere. <laughs> I don't want you to come pick me up. Well, it's probably safer to do yeah, that. Yeah, we'll just meet up. I'll drive. Yeah. My car, you drive your car, we'll meet up. Mm-hmm. So with the meetups, I didn't mind, you know, paying half, but that whole time period was not a financial burden for me. Yeah. And uh, and there's a difference. I think both of us were at the point where, you know, God, I'm I'm kind of done looking. I, I was like, I I know that I want to be married. I want to be a wife mm-hmm. and I wasn't really having any real relationships during that time. Meaning, I don't know. Can we say that word? How do I say it? Not that word. Relations. <laughs> Is that the word you were talking about? Yeah. Okay. Relations that happen in the night. Well, they can happen in the day. Wait a minute. You know what I'm talking about, right? Mm. So I wasn't really doing that. I mm-hmm. just was kind of dating and groups of people meeting up well i mean i did go on i I went on single dates um but not a whole bunch of them by by choice yeah because i just hung out with you can't afford them well you can (laughs) but you have to know do i want to eat the next day (laughs) by myself do i eat that you know what i'm saying yeah um you know i got a job and i was making you know decent money with that but also, with child support and living, paying rent, and having yeah. a car, taking care of that, and insurance, it just Dude, adds up. It's high. Yeah. It it's probably, really high now. It's super out high there. Now. I mean, I think I, it's, it's definitely double what I, I was paying. I would, uh, yeah. We have this experience of being married, being divorced, re singled, and putting ourselves in the posture of marrying someone again and the for me it was that i had stopped looking and i had told god i said you know i i don't think i'm good at picking out people to marry i can't see their heart all the time Mm -hmm. i can see the flash there's a lot of flash going on around here well especially being a man it's like you're drawn to the physical you're drawn to looking at things well for me my experience was that the men were a little more not clear, not fully, I don't want to say deceptive, but they didn't really want to share their true situation of where they were, you know, emotionally, financially, just 
It was a lot of games, you know. Yeah, but in those streets, there's a lot of games. A lot I of mean, games. That's, that's, that's a part why, of it. That's why I wanted to get out. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, when I met you, it was at a time that I just said, "God, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like go on dates and get hooked up and try to go on any apps or anything. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, I guess, leave it up to him. Yeah, I'm just gonna work. Yeah." And uh, God, you just show me somebody or have somebody find me. And then I went to church and you found me. <laughs> I did. But that wasn't until after I went to the club. Yeah. Because <laughs> so, I, was, I was by myself. During that time, I was by myself for a while. Yeah. You know, like I said, it was like two years, what have you. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until the last month that I decided with hanging out with those guys. I was like, yeah. you know what? I'm going to go out. And they took me out to this club. And I actually met somebody there mm-hmm. and Oops, they wanted to um, meet up. But I said, yeah, I don't know if I'm feeling this. Yeah. And that was on a Saturday, Saturday night. Mm-hmm. And then I got up and I went to church the next day. Right. And that's when I met you. You were at the club and then you went to church. Yeah. Well, you know, I was raised a certain way. Yeah, you were raised to go to the club and then to church. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was raised to get. No, you meant if you're gonna go to the you club, to you gotta say, get up. That's and right. Go to the church. If you want to party, yeah, you gotta get you up gotta the next praise. day. Yeah, is that how you were? Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, so I mean, we've been married now for thirteen years. Thirteen years. Yeah, I know you know that though, right? And we were so happy. Of course, <laughs> we were so happy when we. Mm. I, well, I was when I was married longer than my parents mm-hmm. or your previous marriage or my previous i had like two yeah. milestones i wanted to hit and mm-hmm. then we hit it and even while we were going through like our first few years it was very hard navigating blended families you know i had to be a stepmom you had to grow in co-parenting we were learning this you know blending our styles and our home and our ways together we were always wanting or we were always searching for information to help us and it wasn't a lot of that you know we went to marriage counseling yes and which was good yeah it did help Mm -hmm. and it was very encouraging because basically they were saying you have to heal yes and how you're feeling now Mm -hmm. will pass i thought that was really good advice from the counselor that we had yeah when they said that later on in years you're not even going to remember all the stuff that right. you went through in your previous marriage and and because, that was deep for yeah me. that was really deep for you because you went through so much i was like wait a minute wait a minute you're you're telling me i'm not going to remember this pain you know at I'm, least not to the level that you exactly. were feeling it at that time i couldn't even talk about it for i mean i couldn't even discuss it without really just bawling yeah yeah and weeping i felt like i was like weeping so i would tell anyone out there who's going through it it's hard to hear now but the pain will subside subside yes over time and your heart will heal and there are some things that you can do to help that and that's why we started remarried love we wanted people who were who had experienced it, who are currently experiencing it and who want to be married again to just kind of have support, have support. So we wanted to be that support for the people who 
don't have support. And we wanted to start the podcast a few years back and it just was like, there were so many different things that would come along and we wouldn't do it. And it we most, also- It was mostly me. Well, we also <laughs> had like a, a re-shaming kind of feeling about it. Like, man, we're gonna, we're gonna be out here telling people we were married before. Well, the thing is, I think that out here on the internet, people feel like they have to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And in marriages, people are told you're going to find your perfect mate. You're going to be perfect, perfect, perfect. Mm-hmm. And in life, life is not perfect. Yeah. And people are not perfect. And you and I, we are not perfect. Right. But we decided, me and you, we decided to make a decision to be with each other as mm-hmm. imperfect people to have a great marriage. I think that's a good point. We came to each other. We know that we're imperfect. Mm-hmm. And I do believe that I had or I have more patience about letting my spouse, which is you, grow and evolve at the pace that you grow and evolve. And sometimes, and when I say more patience, you're probably like, uh, you're not. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, even to recognize that we're going to grow at different paces, Mm -hmm. but we both still have this like our eyes on the prize, we're still going in the same direction. And I think also that knowing that we love each other and that we want to be with each other no matter what. Yes. Like this marriage is something that we have wanted to have and that we made a decision with each other that we're going to work this marriage. Also, like mm-hmm. there was really no judgment. And mm-hmm. that was that that's kind of hard because we experienced so much judgment for getting a divorce. Mm-hmm. And for me, I was surprised that I had, I felt like I had another kind of layer of judgment when I wanted to get married again. Mm-hmm. Just me alone wanting to get married again. People are like, why would you do that? Well, I felt like my level of judgment was from the church. Yeah. You know, that was mostly that where was, I got it from. Yeah. I, I got a lot of judgment from the church. People outside the church, mm-hmm. friends, they were just like, yeah, do you girl, do you. And but in the church, it wasn't like that. It was like, you know, what are you doing, you adulterous? Yeah, fornicator. You're fornicating, yeah. marrying a man who's been married. And I was like, who am I committing adultery against? Exactly. Like, was it you? Was it your wife? I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't first, know how. The first, the second, who, how, me? You know he's been married twice. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, oh my gosh. You're marrying you that know, sinner. Yeah, but my... My family was cool with it. Yeah. They met you. You have a great family. Yeah. They met you mm-hmm. and they heard you. They knew what I went through. Mm-hmm. They were like, he's perfect for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, your dad was great. You know, he's, per- he's, he's perfect for you. And I'm like, really? Cause I don't, I don't see it yet. No, I did see it, but you know, like you don't know that well, when you're going through it at first, yeah, you don't going, know who's perfect for you, you at don't. a time. No, you have to, you think perfect is perfect for you. And we'll, we'll even get into that. Yeah, so as we'll women, you think the perfect man, he has to be, what, a bazillionaire, yeah. no kids, hot, and have some sort of job that can allow him to take you on shopping sprees all the time. Yeah, so he has to be able to make the money there, but make the be money, with you as well. Be with you, adore you, cook for you, or get you food, take you out. Yeah. And I don't know what the children do, but... Like he has to be perfect. And the man has to have a woman who's perfect as well. Yeah. But it's hard to even wrap your mind around the reality that there could be an imperfect person that is perfect for you. Yeah. 
Well, the truth is there is an imperfect person who is perfect for you. Yeah. Well, we're because, all imperfect. Exactly. So, so you're looking for a perfect person doesn't exist. That, so yeah. it's kind of like before we got married, I knew that you existed. I just didn't know who you were or your name. Right. But I knew that you existed. It's like, God, there's someone out there for me. Oh, yeah. I knew you. I, I knew she was around here. I was it's like, like I don't know her in, name. She must be within a five-mile radius. Exactly. Were you Googling me? Exactly. My I was Googling, future uh, wife. Yeah, exactly. Where's my wife's wife at? <laughs> so, um, oh, she's right around here? Yeah, let's go check her out. But, I just knew that God made somebody mm-hmm. for me. You know, I knew that I wanted to be a wife. That also was like kind of a thing that was not accepted either. And the church is like, wait, you're, you know, you're a career woman. You're doing this. You don't have any kids. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, I didn't have any kids out of that relationship. relationship. Yeah. And so um, I'm out here. I kind of had to start from square one, too. I mean, I'm living with my dad now at the time that I was resingled. But at least it was like, you know, I have a job, I have a career, you know, friends, girlfriends were like, why would you ever do that? Again? Go back into that situation. Yeah. Again. And then, and then here comes this guy who he's been married twice. twice. Hey, and- ladies, guess what? I Who I found. Exactly. <laughs> this guy has children. He has, he's been married twice. Yeah. I was number one on the list. He pays child support. Oh, yeah. And uh, he lives in a one-bedroom apartment oh yeah look at that he's so hot he's hot he's driving a used <laughs> car that was like eventually had no air condition no air he has no air <laughs> yeah and it's hot down here so yeah and all of that when we made it through all of that yeah we did 13 years strong and we have a healthy relationship we have mm-hmm. a healthy marriage it's strong enough to help others a healthy intimate relationship oh yeah <laughs> i'm glad you said that and i didn't say <laughs> it's good yeah we have children yes and now we have this podcast yes and other things that's how remarried love came about mm-hmm. so let's talk about who this podcast is for let's yeah. clear let's clear up any confusion clear up any confusion for the people that this podcast was made for yes i know one right off the bat what's that this podcast is for men and women who want to be married again so people who want to be married again not people who don't want to be married again if you don't want to be married again then this podcast is not this for you. podcast is not for you. it's only for people who really want to you be want married. to be married again yeah for some reason you want to go through this again and you want to be a you want to be a married person you, you do i guess the other type of person that this podcast is for is a person who may want to marry someone who's been married again. They haven't been married. So they were at the single is fun stage and Mm -hmm. they're about to get married. But the person they're marrying has been married before. Yes. They've been through the Reese single stage and now they're going to think about marriage differently. Yeah. And we want to, kind of let people know what to look for, what things may be different, how a person married again may move differently, have yeah. different is it baggage? Is it fair to say that they have Well, there is baggage. I think it is fair to say that. Yeah. You know, people who've been married before, there are some things that you've gone through that are lingering from your previous relationship. Because they at least have an ex. Yes. You have an ex. Unless and you they're have, unless they're a widow. That's still 
um, but they'll still have feelings. They still can have feelings or soul ties to another person Mm -hmm. or they experienced the type of love that would make you want to commit to a person in a covenant relationship. Mm -hmm. They've experienced that. And they want to do it again. And they want to do it again. And you're the first person going through that. Yes. So we're we're here for that. This podcast is for people who are remarried. They're in a remarried relationship. Where both people are remarried. Both people are remarried. Yeah. And they want to strengthen their bond. They want to go down a great... Increase their intimacy. They want to go down a great journey. They want to have a great journey, I should say. Yes. To end up even greater. Right. So, you know, you're, you're, you're just, you made the decision to be married, mm-hmm. to be remarried mm-hmm. and you want to go through a great remarried journey and have a great remarried life together. Because you have to navigate so many new things. Yeah. Having bringing children, your, bringing the families together two families is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Finances. Definitely that money. A big deal. Navigating like end of life things, your wills, your estates, how things are going to be distributed. Those are things that you have to discuss because now you may have new children. Now you have stepchildren. It's a lot. Then family, how, when I say family, like in-laws and the extended family, how does that look? Yes. Friends. What is your friend circle now? It's funny because after you go through, some people go through a divorce, Mm -hmm. they lose friends. Definitely. Friends change. Yes. So they have to look at who are are our new friends together. Mm -hmm. So as a married couple, a newly married couple, remarried couple, who are our friends as a remarried couple together? Because we're building a new life together. Yes. So that's something that we definitely have to do and have done Mm -hmm. and will continue to do. And, you know, there's triggers, there's things that um, emotional, what would you call it? Like there's extra emotional layers Yeah. in a remarried situation. And so remarriages even have a higher percentage of divorce than the first one. But the funny, the thing about it is that we want to focus on not the statistics that are high on divorce, right. but high on the opposite side. So let's say if it's 75% divorce rate, we want to focus on the 25%. We're going to turn up that 25%. Oh yeah, we're going to be part of that 25. Because we we are like um part of that very rare group of people that have succeeded because even there was another statistic out there that said kids of people who are divorced yes. are more likely to get divorced, but That's true. if their kids of divorce whose parents got remarried, mm-hmm. it's even higher for them to get a divorce. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that. Because they have seen a marriage fail and they have seen important people in their lives, in their lives yeah. being replaced. Mm-hmm. And because they have that visual or experience, they're even higher. So we had all of that. We had the whole shebang. I mean, we had everything. <laughs> so, And we're still... <laughs> And we still wanted to be married. And we still wanted to be married. And have a great relationship. It's like and have, we've seen horrible stuff. We wanted to have a legacy. I think it's more than just a marriage. For us, it was having a legacy. And I'm I'm very happy that I didn't quit, give up on myself, yeah. let alone this on marriage. marriage. Yeah, or being or, married. Or, yes, on mm-hmm. me. Yeah. I appreciate that, too. Because yeah. I wouldn't say it's easy to give up. 
but it's hard to work it through. Yeah. Sometimes it is hard to work through because you're dealing with not the current pain, but also the pain from the past. Yeah. So you're, you're, it's like a train and you have all these cars on that track. (laughs) Uh So you have the past, you know, trains, you know, cars that are connected to you as the, as the engine Mm -hmm. and you're pulling and pulling and pulling Mm -hmm. and you feel like you have a long history of, of cars or dead weight for some people. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you have to drop things off, get rid of some things so that you can shorten that caboose to get it closer to the engine so that you can just fly on to where you're going to go forward in order to do that though Mm -hmm. you have to realize that there's some things that you have to work on change and so that's what we have done and that's what we are doing and we'll help others it will be a support to others yeah one thing we want to make clear is that we do not advocate divorce never and we're never going to give advice to anyone who would ask us (laughs) do you think i should divorce him do you think i should divorce her no. We're not going to, we don't speak about that. No. Because never. it's not something we would want anyone to go through. No. It's I wouldn't, not. I wouldn't want, to be honest with you, I would not want my worst enemy to yeah. go through a divorce. I'm not that type of person. And at this point, so. we don't even care if you're the person who who did the dirt mm-hmm. or got dirted on. <laughs> if you want to change your mindset and love love again you can you can and you and you can do it without shame yes that's one of the things that i want people to know is that you can change your life you can get remarried and you can be remarried without shame okay here's the nugget here's one of our nuggets yeah no matter what side you are on on the divorce everything has to die to move on yeah the marriage died the person you were in that marriage, even if you were the victim, that person has to die. And when she says that, she's meaning that you can't carry. I mean, that all person of, has to die. You can't carry all your baggage. You can't into be the new marriage. That person you can't be that person anymore. You have to whether, be uh, no, whatever whatever side you were on. Yeah, whatever side you were on, if you make the decision to get remarried, you have to become a new person. With your new spouse. Even if you feel like, I did nothing wrong. wrong. I did nothing. That person cannot go into the new marriage. No. They because have. you're with somebody different. You're with somebody new and you're creating something that is new and different. So you have to be a new entity as one together. So so that's that's our our one of our nuggets for today, for this episode. If you want to have... A remarried love and a healthy new relationship. Everything that you were before in a previous marriage has to die. You have to let it go. Okay. And, and we'll talk about how to let things go. Well, definitely. Sometimes, we got you. We're, yeah, yeah. We're, we're going to talk about all of this. We're not going to just leave you with it, but we just no. wanted to give you that night. Yeah, we're your big brother and sister, and we're going <laughs> to be supporting you, and we'll help you. Yes. And we'll give you tips on how well, to we'll let things go. Hap- yeah, we'll give you a lot of stories. Yeah, too. stories of how we let things go. And the other thing that we're not going to do is we're not going to give you tips on how to get back with your ex. No. No, we're not going to go backwards. No, we don't so go backwards. No, let's. That's usually from the people who did the dirt, and they're like, "Well, how can I get back with my ex?" We don't have any advice for that <laughs> because. And that's just how. That's our stance. Our stance is we don't do that because we're so. focused on healing and going forward. Mm-hmm. So there are marriages that people divorce and they remarry each other. 
That is so beautiful to me. And I think that is when both people knew that this was the love of their life. And they knew that both of them may have done things that caused this divorce. I think they take ownership of that each person, and then they go heal and come back together. That is one of the most beautiful stories when I hear that and I meet people who've been married to each other, divorced, and then married again. And that is a high percentage of remarriages. But as far as this podcast, we're not going to go into that part. We are here to help people heal and to move forward. And it's your and to have a healthy relationship. relationship. Yes. Yeah. And it's your decision if your ex is the person that you can have a new healthy relationship with because whoever it is, it's still going to be a new you. Yeah. And that's kind of what we're, we're focused on. When we got together, we had to learn each other. We had to learn ourselves in this relationship because it's a different relationship, a new entity. And we became one with someone who is different than our ourselves and from anybody else that we've ever dated or was in a relationship with. You are one of a kind, honey. (laughs) Is that good or bad? I don't know. No, I'm kidding. That's the best. Yeah. So we, we just enjoy. You wouldn't want somebody that it's like easily duplicated or something. No, 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 you're one of a kind. Definitely not. Yeah, of course. And we also, we also want to make it clear that, we do not believe that remarriage is a perpetual sin. No. And that you're just going to be in sin for the rest of your life. For the rest of your life. So if you feel so that shame, way. Or if somebody's making you feel that yeah, way. I want to say that. Well, I would just want to say, if you want to, if, if someone out there is like, I'm going to leave a mean comment and shame these people. Yeah, don't do that. Because believe me, we've had enough. And if you haven't ever been divorced, you don't know how that feels especially if you weren't the one who was the catalyst for the divorce who 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 went and got those papers and mm-hmm. and and said to somebody if you were never discarded mm. you know that's interesting somebody said i want to spend the rest of my life with you and now now i don't want anything to i don't do want with to you. have anything to do with you i have I've moved on or I found somebody I've else. I've moved on. I am so smart now. I got a new promotion. We've, we've, what did I say? We've gone our separate ways. We've grown. We've grown a, apart. Grown apart, yeah, from And the other. reason why we grew yeah. apart is because okay. I was always gr- going over here. Yeah, I was always doing my th- own thing anyway. So but, if you've never felt the pain of being discarded and having to pick your life up again, don't leave any mean comments. We're here to support people, to help them, to encourage them. And to give them tips and well wishes for their new relationship yeah. or the relationship that they would like to be and in. That's what we're that's what we're about. That's what it's we're gonna do. Positivity. Yes. Yeah. So hope that clears up, you know, who the podcast is for. Everyone can listen in. We just wanted to make it kind of clear of who may benefit from the information. Yeah. Um And one other little thing about our podcast is that we're going to tell a lot of stories and just to protect everyone, our friends, Larry and Cherry and Larry and Cherry are fictional characters that get into a lot of situations. So you'll hear us talk about Larry. Sorry if your name is Larry. Yeah. Sorry if your name is Cherry. Because we're not talking about you. We're actually talking. It'll be some stories that we'll say ourselves. Exactly. They could be about uh, our <laughs> our situation. It could be about a friend's situation. It could be about people we know or what have you. But and we like Larry and Cherry because it sounds cute. It could be 
Larry. Something that happened in society. And Cherry. Oh, yes. Larry and Cherry could be pop culture. Exactly. They get around. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what you can expect on... Remarried Love. On Remarried Love. Yeah.